Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 40. The Tuka Rask the Tuka Rask, hopefully Tuka. gone from the Bruins episode. <laughs> Absolute bum. But this episode won't be a bum. We're back. Oh, joined, as always, by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam. I'm Trey. How are we doing, boys? Fantastic. How was week week three for you? It was, it was a good week. Make some money? No. no. All right. Do not uh, make money. <laughs> what a fun week. Fun week in sports. Yankees are in the playoffs. Heater in the championship. Giants are gonna get Trevor. I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, a weird weird sequence of events there, Cam. Because we were talking about uh, you know Pats maybe getting in. Turns out the Giants are probably the favorites. So, but um, all right, uh, winners, right? What? I said it's crazy, right? That's all. It's nuts. At least the podcast is involved in some way, you know. But let's get right into winners and losers. Uh, starting off with losers, I'm just going to do myself. Two weeks in a row, did Celtics takes. Um, big losers. Celtics suck. Uh, so did, winner, did, obviously. Did you win the Waste Takes poll, though? I did not. Ooh. I did that one week, but not not this week. Uh, but a winner, obviously, Cam, your heater in the finals, like you just mentioned. Um, so I think we're all Heat fans here now. I'm not rooting for LeBron. Hell no. Am I rooting for LeBron? Boo. What, what is the thoughts of rooting for LeBron? Uh, yeah, I do it for Kobe, number one. You know what? Also, you're in the twilight of LeBron's career. This is the end. The, hey, whatever you say about him, he is an all-time great. He's an all-time Absolutely. great. Absolutely. And oh, 100%. I'd, I and I'd like love him. to see it. I mean, I, you can't – I'm finding it hard, to, harder and harder every year to, like, hate LeBron. All right, we'll get more into that series later. But um, Cam loves it. Uh, we're, I'm a Heat fan. Go Heat. I'm, I'm embracing the Heat. Jimmy's a baller. But um, uh, winner of the Waste Takes Poll, Tucker. Oh, I won again? Won again. <laughs> There's no point to this anymore. It's, just, it's a foregone. You know, you're giving me a lot of crap for pander picks. and you, you well, go with my pick? Cam Newton is more useful to the Patriots than Tom Brady. Didn't you have Celtics win? I said Celtics, the... him missing him missing his son's birth, Gordon Hayward missing his son's birth. was Yeah, he, was, he was a no-show, too. Yeah, which was clearly wrong. So I'm I'm upset about that, and this just shows this just shows our viewers. I can I had some creativity, and and it was funny, and it's very potentially going to happen, and it's just like <laughs> it irks me a little bit because I mean I think you guys can even agree agree that was a funny take. It was a good take. I mean no pandering, but like I can't. I mean I got some love, but but come on, like yeah you did all right. We gotta stop. We, I think, I think, I think we should make a rule. Like, I can only win so many in a row. You can't do that kind of stuff anymore. You can't do local fan appreciated like like takes. Like Cam Newton is is this and it, well, th- I thought that was I thought that was an anti. I mean, it was an anti Tom Brady take. I thought that I didn't think I'd get no, any love for that. I thought that the Tom Brady hate has Tom Brady and Cam Newton is. No, everyone hates Tom Brady right now because he traded. No, everyone's been shitting on me. They're going to love that take. No, can I get some backup here? So here's here's the thing. I've been pro-cam, anti-Tom from the start. I've watched a few weeks, and I made a take that I didn't think would get any love because everyone's always shitting on me like, oh, you can't hate Tom Brady this, you can't hate Tom Brady that. I joined Trey joined the dark side only because of me. Well, we, I'm we all, fully in Trey's head. Trey joined my side because I mentally 
just alpha him in this scenario. Oh, we all agreed. <laughs> last week we all agreed with that take, and I even said a couple weeks ago that uh, extend him. Noon's gonna get an extension. I didn't get no love, so um, I, I'll, I will say, Tucker, I think it's the fact that Noon's playing well. If he was not playing well and you made this take, it wouldn't get love. I wouldn't have made. Well, the then take. it wouldn't have made the take. Yeah, no, it would have been It would have been more less of a. Well, I, it's a good take I mean, because it, it's true. Yeah, you know? so it is like, true. Yeah, I mean, like, everybody else's take is so outlandish. Well, whether we like it or not, that was more of a truth take. You got 15 points, so whether we like it, <laughs> that's disgusting. Um, Tucker. I think I, I'm going to say it. COVID's been nice to me. Yeah. I mean, I started COVID with three points. I'm at 15 now. Do the math out. It's basically every week. Your just brain works in a different way than everybody else's. I think everybody that met you guys can, can, can agree with that. But <laughs> All right. Um, so that's all I got for winners and losers. I, I was thinking about some other previous takes that we had that these, this NFL. Oh, Tucker, winner, Lamar Jackson. Bad, bad at throwing? Let's. Let's we'll get into that. it. But right. <laughs> oh, Dylan, big winner. Dylan, big winner. Big winner. Take one. Dylan, one of the why type of parlay. Dylan, why didn't you ask me to put some money on a parlay? For I, you? I mean, I said it. On, I know, on but why didn't we make a parlay for you? Like a $10 parlay that probably paid out $5,000. You'd be a third of the way through. It would have been nice, Dylan. You could have made some cash for money. Yeah. That was a, the big call or early. Bro. I'm, I'm impressed. And you lose your trade because he said the stars had it in the back. I said I like the stars, but yeah, I'll take the loser. All right, um, wasted takes. Let's get right into it. I got a I got a weird one. It is Patriots related, but it's not like hyping up the Patriots. Um, Patriots, you know, they're looking okay. They're looking to me middle of the pack. I didn't like the way Cam Newton played the other night, but you know they won the game. That's all that matters. Um, but this need this team needs wide receiver help. I think that's obvious. I mean, yeah. guys are playing okay. Nikhil Harry's coming along. Edelman is always Edelman, but he's getting older. You know, he's banged up, dinged up. He wasn't good on Sunday. Uh, Demir Bird and Jacoby Myers. Who knows what's going to happen with them? I got my eyes on some guy coming up, and I'm telling you, my take is Patriots need to draft Rondale Moore out of Purdue next year. Now, if you don't know who Rondale Moore is, you got to look him up. He's about the size of that wine bottle over there. He's he's like 5'6". He's tiny, but he just torches guys. He's the most exciting player in college football. He's been in the news lately because he opted out last seat for this season. He just opted back in, so he's going to play, and he's going to get drafted. Well, because Big Ten was done, right? Or No, he, he, he said he was going to – I don't know what – what is Purdue, Cam? What conference is Purdue? What? He's, he's he's fast. But he's big. Purdue's in the Big Ten. He's he's fast. So I think he opted out of the spring season. He, he opted out of something. He opted back in. Back in. But listen, here's ball. the thing, Cam. He dis- last year he destroyed. He ripped up your number two Ohio State Buckeyes last year. Absolutely torched them for like 150 plus yards, like three TDs. He's he can play with the big boys. He is the next slot receiver that the Patriots need, and he's the receiver they need. So they need to figure out a way to, you know, I don't see him going early, early because he doesn't have the size, but I think he could follow them late. And I know Nikhil Harry hasn't been the best and with that first round draft pick. I think this kid is electric. He is the guy I like to watch most in college football from his tapes. Um, and to add something, I drafted him at last year and he was a 99 overall for like four seasons. So um, that's when he lectured my radar and I looked him up, but Take is, Pats need to draft Rondale Moore. Cam, go ahead. Um, I thought Bass guys were bad. 
He's not the fastest ever. I'm, I haven't seen his forty. Number he's yet. not. He's four three now. Four two speed, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. His, I don't know his forty times, but I mean, if he goes to the NFL Combine and runs a you know a four one, then maybe I'll I'll, I'll re- reevaluate my take. It's a fair point, Tucker. Uh, what do you think? Four one. I would love four one. Um, I mean, I don't know anything about Rondell Moore, but we do need wide receiver help. I think having a slot guy for when Julian's down would be nice. Um, so I'm all about it. I mean, if this guy's a stud, possibly, all about it. I mean, little guy, you know, chip on his shoulder. Seems like he fit would fit well in the Patriot system. Look him up. I'm telling you. I'm going to. I will get back to you next week on my thoughts on Rondell Moore. Still a little out there. Take any 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 thoughts? I don't know a single thing about this man. Figured. Um, I will say that, the, like you said, and Tucker, the Pats do need – Wide receiver health, if this is the guy and they can get him, then I guess he's the guy. Cam, any, anything else other than his speed? Also, I have no idea about this guy, but, um, I mean, you're the guy that said fast guys are bad, so. <laughs> my only – Look up the tape from, of him and my against only, Ohio State. My only problem is I think that our biggest knee is a vertical threat. Yeah, but I just and I, I can't see a five six guy being our. He has been in college. He has been in college. Yeah, he's but just when, too fast. When you put a six two corner on him that can, that has four four speed, it's a lot different well, he, than big ten. Let me ball. remind you against about who he was playing against at Ohio State when he put up those numbers. Okuda wasn't there another corner that got drafted that was pretty high out of Ohio State. I don't remember. Uh, D D back maybe I don't know, but he was he was going head to head against Okuda and he friggin' torched him. So he torched first round talent. So. I don't know. I like him. Uh, that's my take. Pretty standard take. Uh, not crazy or anything, but Rondell Moore is my guy to watch. I am now officially the number one Rondell Moore fan in the nation. So uh, who wants to go next? Dylan? Tucker? Tucker, go ahead. I'll go next. Um, this is going to be hot. This is maybe one of my hottest takes in the fact that I don't think anyone's thinking this right now besides me. But I've been watching football the last three weeks. The Saints don't look good. Breeze doesn't have it. They're not making the playoffs this year. I think the Saints don't make the playoffs. I know there's seven teams. The NFC is very good. And the NFC West, I, I'm starting to go along with Cam. I think there might be four teams out of the NFC West that make the playoffs. I don't think the Saints make the playoffs. Uh, Cam? Cam? Well, well, yeah, I should be the first response to that. One... I don't have the Saints in my playoffs. You can go back and look at the tape. Um, I booted them out before the season, which was a big move. It was tough for me, but I knew Michael Thomas was going to be injured, I think, and then I just knew Drew Brees was going to fall off. That's just how I, that's how I roll. Um, but, yeah, I, I love the fact that you're jumping on the train, and um, NFC West looks really good. I mean, listen, the Cardinals lost to the Lions. That's – that's going to happen. They're not going to go 16 and 0. Maybe they'll go, you know, 10 and 6, whatever. Maybe they'll make it. Rams look just as good as the Cardinals and then the Seahawks and the Niners. Seahawks are easily going to make it. Niners, they got injuries. Listen. I don't think the Saints are going to make it either. Drew Brees, as much as I love the guy and I think he deserves it, he just doesn't have the talent outside of Michael Thomas and Kamara and their one good offensive lineman to make it happen this year. And if they do, good for him. I'll take my L. But um, 
the Bucks, the Bucks look pretty good, and the fact that they're starting to get rolling and getting Gronkowski involved, that should scare some people. Uh, I don't think it's a talent around Drew Brees. I think it, Drew Brees is the problem. He doesn't have it anymore. He can't cock back and throw that deep ball anymore, especially without Michael Thomas out there. I think they'll figure it out, man. I mean, who they who they lose to this week? The Rams? The I don't know. No, Rams fed the Bills. Who they lose to? Someone look it up. I got Raiders. Raiders. No, no they Storm. the Patriots played the Raiders. The Saints lost to the Raiders week two. No, the, oh. What good good podcast we good podcast. Yeah, yeah, last week. Sorry, I didn't keep it going. Series. Keep. But anyways, keep yeah. Talking. I mean, they lost to the Raiders. Packers. The Packers. Packers. Okay, yeah. so they've lost to the Raiders and the Packers. The Raiders, I think, are a borderline playoff team. The Raiders, they had a tough game against Patriots, but think about all the injuries. They didn't have their best offensive lineman out there. They didn't have him against uh, either of the other teams, Trent Brown, who signed that contract after the Patriots and just decides when he wants to play now. Um, they didn't have Henry Ruggs out there. Um, and you're going against a Bill Belichick defense that is going to take away your biggest strength, which is Darren Waller. Um, so I think the Raiders are a good team. The Packers, we know they're a good team. I mean, maybe mistake calling out the uh, end of Aaron Rodgers here. But um, I don't think I had them making the playoffs, Packers. Maybe I did. I don't remember. But anyways, um, I think they'll figure it out. Uh, Kamara's playing well. Breeze has just got to adjust his game. They're going to get Thomas back probably this week, which is going to be huge for them. I think they figure it out. Don't? Yeah, like you said, Thomas is coming back this week, uh, supposedly. And... You know, Drew Brees, he's just a class act type of a performer. I don't see him dropping off the table uh, from one year to the to another year. I think the team will figure it out. Uh, they do have a bit of a tough schedule. I mean, I'm putting them probably somewhere around like uh, nine and seven, ten and six, sneak and and getting in. Uh, I don't think it's out of the table. They're only one and two right now. Yeah, still very very early. Uh, Cam, do you have a take for us? Yeah, this one kind of goes into um, a little bit. It's a playoff take. So I think that the NFC, the NFC East is by far the worst division in football right now. Easy. Um, they've been the worst division for many years. But I think the NFC East is going to produce the very first 6-10 and 10 playoff football team. <laughs> I think the Giants aren't going to win more than three games. The Redskins probably won't win more than four. The Eagles are an absolute train wreck that would be lucky to win six. And the Cowboys, I mean, the NFC East plays a tough schedule this year, and they're not winning close games, So, except for the Falcons, who are dis- disgustingly terrible. So I think the Cowboys do come out of the NFC East, and I think they come out 6-10 and ten making the playoffs as a four seed. Um, I think the Cowboys will figure it out. That's the only thing. I, I think that they, whoever wins this division won't have a great record, but I think the Cowboys will do better than six wins. I just think they have more talent than that. Um, there's always the fact that Jared Jones could pass away at any minute. You never know, Cam. Um, but I, I think the Cowboys do, are like a solid team, and I think they're just trying to figure it out. And I don't think they'll choke as hard. I mean, this division's miserable. I this. I mean the. There's no point watching the three other teams um, other than just see a disaster fest. But, uh, Tucker, you were high on the Eagles coming in, so 
Yeah. Um, they'll get it together, maybe. I mean, if they have an offensive line. Uh, I don't know how long all their offensive linemen that are out are out for. But if they can get an offensive line, they can string some wins together. But, I mean, can you really call any schedule that competitive when you get to face each NFC East team twice? I wouldn't. I mean, like, the Eagle. I mean, the Cowboys get to face the Redskins twice and the Eagles twice and the Giants twice. You can't really have a hard schedule when six out of your 16 games are those six opponents. I mean, that could be six wins right there for the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to get into that. So that's my one thing with calling it hard. I don't think it'll be six and ten just because to be six and ten, you have to be competitive enough within your conference. I mean, I think that this conference is awful. I agree with Cam on that point. But I'm not sure how bad they can be. Um. Bill? Yeah, so the best scenario for Cam's take to happen would be if everybody goes even within the division. And if that were to even happen, that means that six wins would be three other out of three wins out of the other 13 games that you play, or the other uh, 10 games that you play outside of the conference. So I think the Cowboys can win three out of 10 uh, against non conference opponents or division opponents. So, yeah, I think six is too low, Cam. I think you're good uh, at eight. Eight um, and eight, I'd say. Eight and eight is probably yeah. a, a good guesstimate if you're going to lowball it. Six is too low. That's, that sounds like the number. I, 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 I don't see the Cowboys losing. The only way they can split is with the Eagles. Otherwise, they're going to sweep the division. Um, all right, Dale, what's your take? Um, so, my wish to take... Uh, we're going to do something in the NFL that we haven't seen in a long, long time. Uh, coronavirus is uh, upon us in the NFL, as you know. Uh, the game this week versus the Texans and I forget. The Titans? Steelers and Titans. That's what I meant. I meant Titans. And I said Texans. Um, we're going to see a game, a football game this year that will be on Mon- or Tuesday or Wednesday. Because they need to reschedule this game. I'm seeing possibly early as next week they might play on Tuesday. All I, right. I love that. Well, I don't like this <clears throat> take because it's been announced already. <clears throat> oh, really? Oh, they announced today. Oh, okay. They announced today. No way. Really? That they said the game will be played on Monday or Tuesday night. Oh, winner, Dylan Ben. Already. Okay. Dylan's right. <laughs> already a winner. Good for you, Dylan. Well, I didn't know this. this That's is, fair. This I mean, is good. Uh, uh, what is it? But this? you said Tuesday or research. So why don't you double down on Wednesday? Double down on, doubling down on Wednesday. There you go. Wednesday, that's the take. No, no Monday or Tuesday. We're going Wednesday. See, oh, I feel like Wednesday is impossible, though, because it gives the team such a short week. It's going to be Tuesday. Did they say Monday or Tuesday? They said Monday or Tuesday. Damn it. I want to say Tuesday. but Double no. down on Tuesday. Double down on Tuesday. If it's not Tuesday, because this was <clears> already <throat> announced and, it was, and I poorly researched this topic, uh, if it's not Tuesday, deduct a point. Well, Dylan, wow. you know, I'll give you points because um, they I don't said, have many to lose. Like, they could have done a lot of different things with this game. They could have moved the bye. They could have tacked on weeks at the end of the year because you can play the Super Bowl whenever. So you could have just tacked on an extra bye week at the end of the year oh, to play you, playing games. You could have had a buffer zone for exactly. coronavirus. And exactly. So it, they could have done anything, but they chose to maybe play it on Tuesday. So, you know, you, you didn't know, and that, that's, a, that's a take. So, yeah, so I'll I feel allow. like a loser. Cam, any thoughts to the Tuesday night football? 
think this is a very educated take. Um, I didn't know either about the Tuesday night possibility. I think there has been a game on Tuesday night before. Um, Wednesday has. would be miraculous. So if if they play on Wednesday, Dylan, you're getting love. You're getting a lot of love. Well, I double down on Tuesday, but I'll take Wednesday episode. too. We'll say Tuesday <laughs> or Wednesday. Yeah, there was one Tuesday game. I forget who it was against, but it was rescheduled because of a blizzard. So that's the only other time a game has been rescheduled to Tuesday night. Fun fact. I knew it hadn't been done in, what, over probably 60 years. No, no, recently. It was like 15 years ago, maybe, at the most. Um, I'm grossly uneducated on this topic. (laughs) We are on Super Bowl 52. But, hey, um, it's a take. I don't hate it. I had football before 52. All right, so um, fraud of the week. Now, Tucker's excited. Look at his face. Um, <laughs> I have about 14 frauds of the week, so I will go last because I want to see who gets taken. Tucker, do you want to jump right in? I'd love to jump right in jump because right in. I think everyone knows who my fraud of the week is going to be. Do you guys have any ideas? I have no clue. You have no clue? I'll give you no, a hint. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. He threw for 83 yards. Oh, yeah. I know who it is. It's it's the running back, Lamar Jackson. Love it. <laughs> I mean, he's, I he's just – are people still calling him a quarterback or are they just calling like – why not just throw Julian Edelman back there? I mean, he could have had as many passing years. That probably would have had more. Probably would have had more. Probably has better pocket presence than Lamar Jackson. I'm just saying, Lamar Jackson's a glorified running back. I've said this since I want to say week two of the podcast, and everyone gave me crap. Lamar, Lamar's great. Lamar's great. He's a great quarterback. He's a great running back. He is the best running back maybe in the NFL. I don't know. But... By a quarterback's perspective, I Cam might be able to beat him out for his job. I mean, did you watch him in the skills challenge last year? I didn't. I guarantee you Cam oh, could have do done better that. in the skills challenge. Because you know how many points he had? One. Two. Two. You know how many Adam <laughs> Thielen had? Nine. <laughs> Adam Thielen had seven more points than Lamar Jackson in a throwing challenge. Cam, let's go. Come into the take. Tucker? There's a reason. Last year, I was all Lamar Jackson. He was the MVP. He proved his place. He did everything. And I also mentioned last year that defenses and coaches, Gonna figure him there's out. a reason why running quarterbacks don't last in the NFL. I said and I said long. last year, I would have backed him up 100%. I said nobody's figuring him out in a year. There's a reason why I haven't said anything pro Lamar this year, and it's because of that game against the Chiefs. Because he isn't a glorified running back. He isn't a glorified quarterback. He's no longer anything in this league. Wow. (laughs) Let's go. Lamar is no longer going to make the difference that he once made last year. Listen, last year, Tucker, I know you hated on him last year, but listen, he was insane last year. And that's because people very didn't good. know what to do with him. I'll give you you that. have a whole offseason in, in to, to figure that out and you know you're playing against him. Yeah, you're probably going to figure it out. And the Chiefs, Andy Reid, the dude just eats burritos and watches football tape. So – yeah, he's probably going to have some very good games this year against you know teams that don't have good coaching and don't have good defenses. But Lamar Jackson's career is on a steady decline as of last Monday night. 
this Monday night. So, so I mean, he's he's going to get figured out. It's unfortunate, and he's no longer the, the pocket passer that he was. I'll give him this. He threw some very, very good balls that Mark Andrews dropped, but that's just not going to help him in any way, shape, or form. So Lamar Jackson's on the decline. It's really sad to say. That's why I – I mean, Patrick Mahomes is insane, and nice. I legitimately think that he's – probably going to be the greatest quarterback of all time shout out brady he might um but lamar is not going to be in that question it's unfortunate but people are going to figure that out yeah Cam, let me ask you a question then right now if they were playing week four patriots ravens good coaching maybe not as talented of a team who's going to win um so here's the thing also the ravens defense is still insane. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is a whole other story. So I think that'd be a really good game, actually. I think Cam versus Lamar, uh, no bad blood. I think it'd be a good game. Um, if the Patriots could put up more than 24, I think they win. All right. Um, so let me address a few things on this take. Tucker, you have been anti-Lamar, but you also came around on Lamar, I'm pretty sure, recently. I remember That's hearing you say some, some nice things about him recently um let's not jump the he's gun he's a great running back let's not jump the gun here because all-time great his back. record in the regular season is like 18 and and like three or something like that what's his postseason? season or and and postseason he's zero and two okay just want to check um but the the three of his losses i think three of the four losses he's had starting in his career have been against the Chiefs. So this might be a Chiefs problem and not a Lamar Jackson problem. It might be good scheming. It might be good, you know. The thing I'd worry about the Ravens, I actually thought about calling them frauds this week because they are like... Ravens are not frauds. But here's the thing. They can't... If they're behind in a game, they can't win it. They are like 0-5 in games where they're trailing by 10. So, I mean, I'm not saying they're frauds. I said I thought about it. They're not my fraud of the week, and they were low on my fraud of the week list. But if you know, if a hundred different frauds were named, they they would have been you know somewhere in there. So uh, I think this is a little premature to call him a fraud, but I think it's right on brand for you, Dylan. I had to stick to the brand. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I was it. on the same say train it. as Tuck before. I wasn't as uh, uh, crazy against him, I guess, as as Tucker was. Um, he is definitely, like Cam said, somebody that teams can figure out. He has a one-dimensional type of uh, skill set in that he's incredibly fast. And if a team knows how to shut him down, they shut him down. We saw the Patriots do that um, against them in the second half of the game towards the end of the season two years ago or last year. Uh, I, I forget. But um, the Patriots schemed against that offense in the second half of a game. Uh, and shut them down and almost came back after being down like 30 to 0. It was last year. So if, I was on a plane so, and I couldn't get the oh, freaking game. That was that. I was on a plane back from FSU and they wouldn't turn the game on on my TV. Yes. <laughs> hollering at the uh, stewardess. Yes. Um, so exactly. He, he is going to peter out. If he gets injured, he is absolutely done. Uh, 
I think it's the, it's the beginning of the decline for them. Just a little side note on this. If you remember, I had a ways to take way back that LeBron, Le, LeBron, Lamar will never win a Super Bowl because he's mobile and teams will figure him out. So I was right with Cam on that just to give myself a little pat on the back. I there. think we're all there. But okay, uh, Cam, do you have a fraud of the week? Okay, never mind. Uh, Dylan, do you have a fraud of the week? I do. We're gonna... Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You gave yes. me the next symbol. No, next is in Let Me Go Now. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, my fraud of the week, I was going to do Doug Peterson, but way too obvious, and I'm sure someone else will take him down the line. Daniel Patrick Scott, otherwise known as Dan Scott. Wait, hold on. Who is Dan Scott? I, I don't know who Dan Scott is. Dan I'm sorry. I, to- I totally I totally fudged this up. The Daniel actor? Patrick Quinn. Oh, Dan Quinn. Of the Atlantic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was I was looking at my Anyway. Um first of all, this man after the Super Bowl situation happened with the Patriots broken his team continued to not be good he should have been fired right then and there then he loses to the Cowboys after having a 98% chance to win in the fourth quarter doesn't pull through fine whatever it's the Cowboys they got a good coach they have a good team whatever and then this week They have another 98% chance to win, and they blow it to my previous fraud of the week, the Chicago Bears, who I will still call frauds. I love the fact that they have Nick Foles starting now because I think Nick Foles is a far better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky, and I think the Bears actually might go like 8-8 this year because of him. But nonetheless... Add me to the loser list, by the way. Come back player of the year. Yeah, that is. How in the world did that happen? Like, how do you, how in, how do you let that happen twice in a row? It's not Matt Ryan's fault. Matt Ryan's playing good. It's not Todd Gurley's fault. He's playing fine. <laughs> Calvin Ridley's the best wide receiver in the league right now. Have Julio's, you know, no. he's having his ups and downs. He's getting older. The defense is not good. I'll tell you that right now. But that's not the issue. If you can put up points, how can you not just – I mean, I don't know. This man is is a fraud, and that's it. So I said my piece on this last week. Uh, I fully believe this franchise is cursed after that Super Bowl. You can't do, you have to have that happen and then win, expect to win games. Dan Quinn last year, I thought he should have been fired, but his teammate, his players rallied around him and wanted to keep him. They, they got to get rid of him right now. Right now. I mean, that's two times in a row. They got to get rid of him. I 100% agree. Absolute fraud. Little, little, you know, I, I, I allow the fraud because they have put up so many points. And the offense has looked good, but nobody expected them to do anything this year, right? So a little bit of the, uh, on the fence of the frauds there. But, uh, Dill? I mean, 100% of fraud. I don't know what you're talking about. He's not talking about the team. He's talking about the coach and the coach. For sure. That guy, I just looked up a picture of him. He looks defeated just, just in his, in his profile picture for the team. Like he put his hat on and his, and his, uh, polo on with a little icon and he looks like he is ready to go to bed and never wake up again. The guy 
needs to just get out of football and start doing something else because he lost the biggest game of his career and he's still just it's still in his head it's it, it owns him all day long he wakes up in the morning and it's 3:28 a.m. every single morning <laughs> and it just pains him every single day I, I, he might even set an alarm just because he wants to feel the pain it's the only <laughs> thing that he feels anymore because it's unbelievable this guy needs to be gone I I, I like the Falcons. I always kind of not the Falcons, the Cardinals. I always it's not the Cardinals. The, the, the Falcons. Falcons. I'm ridiculous. Not right. I like right. the Falcons. I like Mike Vick. He's killed dogs, but that's okay. And <laughs> I want the Falcons. That's only because you're a cat guy. I, I want the Falcons to to win as like a, a like a like my third favorite team maybe. Um, but this guy, get him out. Get somebody new. I don't know who. All-time rant from Dylan Bennett. I don't right know. There. That guy sucks. That was one of the best rants you've ever had on this show. Uh, Tucker, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he's I, – I will vote – I will bet on the Falcons every single week, I think, going forward. Just because they're way better than 0-3. And it's infuriating every week when they lose. I'm just like, they should win this game. They should win this game. They should win this game. And it never happens. Did I bet on the Bears? Yeah. Am I happy about it? Absolutely. I had no business winning that bet. I mean, it's it's honestly ridiculous that they're at the place they are right now. I'll never understand it because, like, the probability, Dylan, of losing two games when you're 98% favored I'm trying to do the math in my head right now. One in 50. It's one in 2,500. One in 2,500 is the probability of losing two games in a row when you're um, 98% to win the game. That's the odds. I don't think they're – That has to be coaching. I don't think they're that good. Damn. I think – I mean, I th- like I said, I think – And the offense is so good. Trey, do you know how many first-round picks they have on their offense? Ten. 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 Yeah, but – they have yeah, so it, it must Christ. be it must be a it has to be problem. I know. Oh my god! I think it's just I think it's curse. I really think it's a higher power saying I hate you. Guys. They are a scout's wet dream. All right, um, Dylan, fraud of the week. Um, I'll do a yeah, I'll do a fraud real quick. I got two. Um, the first one is a cake ball. Uh, we're gonna go with the Eagles. I yeah. mean, Cam said that that's an easy one, but it is an easy one. They're own or they're one oh one and oh two and one after the, after the tie, and Carson Wentz looks like he has never picked up a football before, um, and the team they look defeated already and it's week four so huge frauds the Eagles Tucker had him picked to go to the playoffs uh, Tucker's a huge fraud he's a loser so hey hey they are <laughs> I want to say this right now they're half a game back in first place. I, okay. So am I a loser yet? Tucker, you're a loser. I don't think so. I'm not a loser <laughs> Big until loser. you can't say a team that's less than a game back in first place is a loser. I'm sorry. They don't have a saying win a yet. Team, <laughs> saying no, a they're team, they're not losers. That's you're a loser. Saying a team, no, they are a loser. You're a loser by proxy by riding with them. I told you the Cowboys. I told you the Cowboys. You didn't want to listen. And they're a half a game up. You didn't want to listen. They're not. They're, they're not good. I, they, maybe maybe they'll they'll squeak out a, a playoff berth, and I mean that would be. That would be a great thing for this team. Uh, well, they I got just, another spot now since frauds. the Saints are making it. That's true. Um, second fraud? Second fraud, um, Andy Reid's face mask. 
That thing does not work. He's getting people <laughs> sick left and right. I'm surprised. Somebody's going to get sick on that team. You see that face mask, dude? It, it's got it, – I don't even know how he watches the game. He probably doesn't even coach. He just lets the players do what they want because he can't freaking see. That thing is fogged up like my windshield on an early winter day. All right. This guy's face mask got to go put something else on. To address the face mask first. It's not even a mask. I, if it's they, a shield. If, nobody on, if nobody on Kansas City gets COVID by the end of the year, I want, a, I want another apology from you. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll write it down. I'll yeah, no, you have before. to do I'll another sad, sad boy, sad music apology like you did last week. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, when it comes to the Eagles, they were on my list. Um, I thought they would be taken, so I had a lot more prepared. Um, so I'm glad you took them. But um, I, everybody who wears the Eagles uniform is a fraud. That includes Carson Wentz, who is a suck bag. He's not a good quarterback. He sucks and he blows. We'll see. He has no pocket presence. We'll see. He can't make the easy throws like he used to be able to. I mean, he's falling off a cliff. Trey, I want an apology when Carson Wentz is five and I will five give them an apology when I feel it is 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 earned. Um, they are. He's a fraud, and I'll tell you who's the biggest fraud on the team is Doug Peterson. Oh, Doug Peterson, I go for it on fourth down. Philly special. I'm not afraid of anyone. My autobiography is called Fearless. Look at me, wee. Oh, do the South Park meme with Randy Marsh with his giant nuts in a wheelbarrow. That's Doug Peterson. Coward. Punting for it in OT. Punting in OT because you're scared that rookie Joe Burrow and that hapless offensive line of the Bengals will drive 15 yards and give and give 50. Not not. Far. Yeah, that was a ridiculous move. And give well, but give Fat Randy a shot at a 51-yard field goal. Yeah, that's. I mean, you play to win the goddamn game. Like just that. He's the biggest fraud of them all. Eagles no. are frauds. 100% agree. I I'm fraud. I, I want to come at Trey's thoughts right there with one sentence. They're a half game back in first place. You you don't play for ties in the NFL. They're, they're a half game back. They're, they're pathetic. A half game back. I hate that move. I think they're it's the biggest fraud move you can make is playing place. for ties. Talk, talk about being a fraud. I want to tie every game this year. One fraud. half game back of first place. If I, if I told you, hey, the Eagles are a half game back of first place in week, after week three, you'd say, oh, okay, sounds good. Sounds like they're in a good position. They're frauds. That's, that's true. You're right. Tuck, no, Tuck, you're Dylan, not, you're not Dylan, wrong, but they're Dylan, also frauds. Stop it. They're <laughs> I mean, they're, right. in a, they're in an okay Dylan, position, but on they're record, frauds. Is, I am right. So, wait, I had another another thing. Was it was it Metcalf? The one, he, did he drop a ball? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez, you got frauds up the I mean, I, mean I don't know if I'm ready to call the man a fraud. He's, he's, he's ridiculous on the Seahawks, but how do you drop the ball on the one-yard line? Like, he just threw it into the stands. Isn't that a t- – it, it, it was a touchback, right? Or I don't even yeah. know. It's some he, sort of, yeah, he's, he, he, he got a punched out through the end zone. It's touchback. unbelievable. All right. Don't, do Dylan's got all the frauds. The I'm just upset. Uh, put, it's getting me riled up. Cam, anything on the Eagles? Well, yes. First of all, that was, I mean, that was the obvious one. We actually had it on a group chat, like, all week. We were saying, like, Eagles, frauds, Doug Peterson. But um, that's an obvious one. But do we have a, uh, a definitive fraud of last week through us, like, who didn't win the fraud of the week? Nobody apologize. You don't have to. You don't have a poll. I don't remember what my fraud was. We can start doing a poll, but I'm not giving out points for that. What? Your I fraud remember. was I don't remember either. No, um, but no. Remember, we remember if there were any losers from who we called frauds of the week. I mean, I'll tell you now. I I called the Bears frauds, but like 
they're still kind of frauds. Yeah, you can know it's not a it's not a measurable thing. You the, the the way fraud of the week works is you call this team or player or person or inanimate object such as a face shield a fraud. You become an enemy of that thing for the rest of the season until you apologize. That's the that's the idea of it. Um, oh no, I feel enemy of Lamar Jackson. I don't know, but I was just asking: was did any of those you know not follow through? Who did I pick? The Vikings? Yeah, frauds. And now they have COVID. Uh, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan didn't have one. Tucker, I don't remember yours. I don't remember mine. Um, okay, my fraud of the week. I had a ton. Oh wait, was... are you gonna apologize for the Colts yet? No, I'm not apologizing for the Colts. I still think they're frauds. I still think they're frauds. Just because they won a couple bull crap games doesn't mean they're a good team. Frauds. Um, so I had a bunch. I was considered. You know, I had Eagles. Um, I thought about Lamar. Um, I have, I'm, I, I'll give you two teaser teams that I had that would have pissed everybody off. The Bills and Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen, is, it might be a fraud. He's not a fraud yet. He may be a fraud. And the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, not so much Kyler Murray, but the Cardinals I may have as a fraud down the line. Not yet. Not ready to do it. The fraud of the week, gentlemen, is your Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are the biggest frauds on the planet right now. They... This team, man, is so frustrating. They've been to the Eastern Conference Finals three out of four years. They can't get it done. There's toxicity in the locker room now. I mean, Danny is hoarding this first-round talent. He doesn't want to make a trade at the deadline for Clint Capella, who would have made a difference in that series. Um, he's hoarding this first-round talent when it's not any good. Like, the, the, you got to trade one of three guys. you got to trade either Tatum, Brown, or Smart. It shouldn't be Tatum. Absolutely not. I don't think it should be Brown. It should be Smart. You should trade Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is the fraud of the, the fraud of the frauds because he. I used to love him, and I, I really do have a soft spot for him still because he plays so hard on defense. You know, he's one of my favorite players on the team, but he just thinks his ego is so big. He thinks he's a scorer. He's not a scorer. He gets a couple threes in some games, and he all of a sudden he thinks he's Steph Curry. That last quarter, he went for like 0 for four when they were they were up a couple points. He went like 0 for 4 from 3 in that final corner. They started – the whole team started chucking away from 3 when they went down 6. We need to get it all back now. They are more talented than that Heat team. The Heat team have more heart. They play better. They absolutely deserve it. No slight against the Heat. This, they're frauds. They are frauds. And until they show me something next year, they will remain frauds. The Boston Celtics are your fraud of the week. Tucker? I mean, I'm fully against this. Imagine, like, one of the youngest teams in the NBA going to the Eastern Conference Finals three out of four years, and then you calling them a fraud. You're proving my point. They've yeah, been they, there. They been. should be able to get to the next level. They've I mean, been there three I just, times. I don't buy the fact that a team that's this talented at this young of an age is a fraud. Like, sorry that they're all young. I mean, these guys, most of these guys are drafted within the last four years. Marcus like, Smart's in year six. That's where you usually take the jump to the next level. He hasn't done that. Yeah, but you got Jason and Jalen who are in year two and two and three. Three and four. Is Jason third year? Is it? Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you got these young guys on the team. I think the future looks super promising for the Celtics. I wouldn't call them a fraud at all. And you should be ashamed of yourself for this take because out of the four Boston sports team, the one with the clearest, brightest future is the Celtics right now. Tucker, you proved my point. They've been to the fine they've been to the East Conference Finals three times and they haven't made it. There's it's it's not a lack of it's you know, you could say they're young, but they're they're experienced enough where they played enough games and they played in that playoff atmosphere and they had the better team and they blew it. I, I so I get your point, Trey, because you're just saying that they need to make it to the finals. They should be 
they're a good enough team to make it to the finals. They're frauds for not making the finals, frauds for not giving it a push in the finals and hopefully winning after being there for three years. It's a question of when does your young rookie core become your your veteran core? And that is something that some players definitely do struggle making that next level. I don't think we're at there yet with these guys. I think that they, uh, if they come out next season and have a dud of a season, all three, like not all three of the guys, just the team in general, then you can call them frauds then. Um, it's too early. They are they are frauds for not winning this series as being, exactly as that's being, my point as being like favorited to win the series should have won this won the series. Um, in terms of all three of their young your, their younger well, I mean, studs, I think you need to give them another another year before you can clearly say team. that they're not becoming what they should be. I have two things quickly. One, I thought you were a Boston fan, Tucker. I thought we were a Boston fan. When are we happy with Eastern Conference final finishes? Look, oh, this I'm not happy with the young Bruins, and has a lot of. Yeah. I think this team this has year. a lot yes left to go in them. I mean, this isn't a team that was built for the finals right now. I I mean, because there's more talented teams in the NBA than them. That's my second thing, though. This was the year, man. You had the Bucks getting bounced early. You had this whole weird thing with COVID. You were looking hot through the first series. You shouldn't have been looking as bad as you did in the second series. Next year, you've got to deal with. Giannis, who said he's not leaving again, or if he does, he's probably going to go to the Heat like Ben said all those weeks ago, which makes the Heat that much better. And then you've got the the, the Nets, who are coming in with two superstars, like super superstars, They're and they already made the playoffs. They're going to be a good team. So this was the year to do it. That's my whole point. Cam, any thoughts on the selfish being frauds? Yeah, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> team, a group of frauds. Like... I'm not even a Celtics fan. I, actually, I mean, they're not my least favorite Boston team, but how are you going to call them frauds when they're, they are so young? They came into the season projected to make the playoffs barely and then get kicked out in, like, in the first round easily. Like, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, sure, but they had a new point guard. They had a new team. I mean, like, how are you, how are you going to call them frauds when they just they lost, they played well? It, it wasn't their fault. They, they won two well. games yeah, in a series against a good well. team. I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand that. Thank personally. you, Cam. Because, I, like I've been what saying, you know, they've been there Cam. three times. The core has been there three. Tatum, not Tatum, but it's Brown, Smart. Team. It's a different team. It's, I, it's so, really not that different. Your core is the same. Go ahead. Dylan. So they are a good team. Trey's saying they're frauds because they should have won this series, and they didn't because of, for whatever reason, it's gotten to their heads. And I and I agree with you with Smart being uh, maybe full of himself a little bit. I I, I don't watch a so problem. much. Of, I don't watch so much of the Celtics. Um, I did watch their their playoff bid the past two series, and you know Marcus Smart was kind of the guy that was like, "Hey, I'm going to take this team." Exactly. And I don't know if if that was the right move by him or or and I could. You could feel the backlash in, from the players in the locker room. Uh, I, I don't know if that is worthy enough of calling the, him a fraud or the whole team frauds. Uh, but the fact that they lost this series, they're frauds for losing this series. But as a team, I, I, I don't. I, it's too early to tell because they're so young to call the whole team like generally frauds. Okay, uh, I'm sorry I'm from Boston. I expect more from my teams. But, all right, um, we're getting deep into this episode, so let's quickly talk about some NFL games. Uh, do we want to talk about the Monday night game or do we think we covered that? 
I mean, yeah, we covered it. Lamar bomb Mahomes. Let's just quickly Mahomes. I mean, Cam, I'm starting to think. I agree with you. He may end up being the goat. Uh, he's the baby goat right now. He's unstoppable. He's. Um, can we mute Cam? Because I don't know what he's doing. Um, oh, 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 oh my God! Whoa! What is going on? Just, just, just. It's dark out there. Oh, they're in a car. All right, Cam. Look. See you later, buddy. Good episode, Cam. Um, okay. How's work? <laughs> so, gets in the car and asks his girlfriend how's work is. We're um, on a podcast, Cam, all right? Let's again, go. Cam with the inconsistency at Cam anymore. All right. Uh, so, Mahomes, uh, Cam, Cam said, I'll give him a line. I said, how do you stop this dude, Mahomes? He said, murder. That's the only way you can stop him. Um, he's, Bounty Gate is back. He's, I mean, unbelievable. But any other thing from that game? Little disappointing. wasn't very close. Wasn't yeah, very I was expecting a little bit of a better game. Lamar looked like not good. Mahomes looked like really good. That face mask that Andy Reid had wasn't looking very Hate good. Hate it, fraud. Uh, <laughs> it's uh... all right, Cam. Yeah, we'll bring Cam back here real quick. All right, Tuck, what do you got? Um, I mean, yeah, they're they're incredible. The Chiefs are incredible. They're the best team in the NFL right now. Got that. Um. And, I mean, it's not – I mean, the throws he was making just didn't make much sense. It, no, Mahomes. It was just – But he's, he's good. Like, I know. No, it was just like they shouldn't have been so perfect. Right, exactly. Like, he was getting hit on a play but would throw a 40-yard dime. Yeah. Like, it's, he's just a whole different level than I've seen. And it's hard to believe that it's actually happening. That's how good he is at what he does. Um, um, all right. Uh, quickly on the Pats, um, you've got to win ugly sometimes. Defense making some plays, uh, forcing the fumble. Classic Patriots game on a, on a Sunday afternoon against a, a not great team. You know, hang in there. You know, you don't have to look spectacular. We saw this with Brady all the time. Like, put up enough points to win and then let the other team crap themselves and look terrible. Cam looks bad this game. Like, that interception he threw was one of the ugliest throws I've seen a quarterback make. He had, you know, a couple places he could have went with the ball. He decided not to and just threw it right to a guy. So I think we need to chill out with the Cam extension talk. I, I really do. I think we need to see him make it through the season healthy. You know what they should do is they should franchise tag him. And then work it out next year if you really need him that bad, and if you don't have the next guy who Stidham doesn't look like. But uh, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta. I've been saying all along, you gotta beat these not great teams to make it into playoffs, and they're doing it. Uh, any thoughts on the Pats game, Bill? Uh, I actually didn't watch some uh, any of this game, so I was driving home from Vermont. Um, I did watch the highlights. Cam looked okay. Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna be good enough. This is a testament to the Patriots. He, Cam Newton played good enough for this team to win. I agree. And that's what they're going to have to do in order to make the playoffs. Squeak out wins. They're good at it. They've done it for years and years and years. They've won the division every year since the beginning it was ever a thing. <laughs> so, since it was established. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm still rooting for the guy. I still think that we are in a good position. So 100% rooting for him. I just think, you know, I don't know if that, that's the guy I want to have leading my team for the next four years. Yeah, three games in. I think we need to, everybody needs to chill out. Like, Dylan, you're not the only one calling for an extension. Everybody over Boston is calling for an extension. I'm telling you, man. I, it's, it's, it would be a good plan at least to have for a backup for the next few years. The you can sign team announcer, Scott Zolak, when he threw that pick, said everybody needs to chill out with the extension talk. <laughs> like, he agreed. But, Tucker, thoughts on the game? Um, Unfortunately, I was working during the game, which made it hard to watch everything. But, I mean, we 
absolutely destroyed them. I mean, you can say, like, Cam didn't look good, but the entire offense was different. We were just running down their throat the entire game, and they had no way to deal with it. They so played well. I, I'm I not saying enjoyed, they played, he didn't play well. Himself. So I'm saying that I don't think anything can be said negative about the game because they had a whole different play style every single week, and it just helps because no one knows how to deal with this team still. You can like, find negatives in any game. You think Belichick is sitting there? This Belichick's finding negatives about the game, but I don't think we need to say hold up on extension <laughs> talk. He's not good enough to get an extension. Right now, um, after three games, you want to you want to extend him? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm not I'm saying, saying wait. Like, I'm not saying need, he's. he's don't I'm not give it saying to him. we need to halt what's going on because of that one game. I think that's an overreaction. I mean, it was the man threw for almost 400 yards against the Seahawks. Like this is a. He's a bad good, defense, by the way. They're not a good defense. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that. Like, it's just, you. I still believe I heard that a they're stat, that same defense. I heard, yeah, I know, that's the thing. I heard a stat, though, that they are among the top five worst defenses all time through week three. Like, in passing Well, they time. also played, <laughs> what, the Patriots, the Packers, and the who? The Patriots don't have a good passing game. The Patriots, the Packers, and who? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Cam, any thoughts on the Patriots game real quick? And the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean... I would. I, it's the Raiders, dude. Like, I'm. I'm appreciating that you guys aren't hyping it up as much as a lot of people are. It's the Raiders. I agree. It's the Raiders. They are that good. Name one player on the Raiders defense. There you go. Uh, I know jo- Jonathan Waller Abram on the offense. Huh? Jonathan Abram. He's a cor- he's a corner safety or something. Okay. Know. Yeah. Thompson. Exactly. I think. All right. Uh, yeah, exactly, or something. <laughs> Look, it's 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 Darren Waller's team, and you shut him down, and he, Derek Carr has nothing. I can't name a receiver beside Humphreys or Ruggs that they have. Renfro have really proved themselves. Renfro, future New England Patriot. That's that's what I meant. Uh, that's what I meant. Hum- Humphreys and Renfro are the same person. Small white dudes that went to Clemson and won championships. That's, that's fair. It. That's fair. Um, okay. Anyway. No, anyway, yeah, I, I, it, it's not, it's not proving anything to me yet. Um, I'm excited to see what happens in the in the couple weeks to come, especially this week, the Patriots Chiefs game. I mean, this is going to decide kind of where you lie for the rest of the season. If the Patriots play close, win by seven, ten, or less, or less. Uh oh. If they don't, if they get you know beat by Mahomes pretty badly, like. They usually play the Chiefs halfway decently and pretty well, actually. But if they don't this time around, I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the Patriots are going to be it this year. I agree, Cam. And like I said, you got to beat the bad teams, and that's what they did. Um, all right, let's one last game. Let's talk Bills Rams. Uh, Bills go up big, almost blow it to the Rams. I just like Josh Allen. I think he's good, and he's in MVP talks. I do think he's a decent quarterback and a solid quarterback, and he's he's developing. He's taking steps forward each year, which you like to see. I don't think he's you know anybody needs to call for his job. I just don't like the way he handles the ball. He runs around the pocket recklessly. He fumbles and he just hucks it down the field sometimes and throws picks. That's my that's my beef with Josh Allen. I think the Bills are a good team, and I think the Patriots are going to need to win. Uh, at least one game. I mean, obviously they need to win one game against them to win the division, but I think that they, they're going to need to play them very, very closely. Uh, and I think down the stretch in the last couple of weeks, I don't know when they play them the second time, they need to win that game. That's a must-win game for them to get uh, the division done. Uh, Tucker, any thoughts on the Rams-Bills? Again, early window, wasn't able to watch, but 
Josh Allen's good. The defense is good. But Josh Allen also makes stupid mistakes. I agree. Josh Allen's just one of those guys where, I mean, I put him as a good quarterback, but I don't put him as a great quarterback. Because I think the difference between good and great is your ability to, like, cut down those stupid mistakes. And that's what Josh Allen is. He's the guy that will make the big play, but will also have the stupid fumble trying to get an extra couple yards or something like that. I mean, he has dumb mistakes on an almost weekly basis uh, that turns to turnovers. And I think you can't really put him in that great category until he can figure out a way to solve those issues. 100% agree. Do you put him in the MVP talk at the end of the year? I'm at, As of right now, he's in it. Like, I don't think I, he'll be in it for much longer. But I don't think he'll be in it for that much longer. Yeah. I mean, he's played teams with not that great of defenses. I mean... Andy's looked great against him, but we'll see when he actually has to play some legitimate opponents. I mean, I don't think, I don't think week three MVP talks really ever correlate that well to end of season MVP talks because there's always a guy that pops off for one or two games because everyone has two good games during the season, a good two game stretch. I mean, but I mean we've seen Edelman's best game of the season, and he's not going to win any awards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like every quarterback will have a couple good games. He had. A couple good games at the beginning of the year, and good for him. Hope the best for him. I actually like Josh Allen. Got nothing against him, but I don't see him as an MB, MVP contender as of right now. Don't want to talk again. Let Russ cook. Uh, you guys said it all. Bills are going to be a good opponent for the Pats. I'm excited to watch those games. Allen's young. Uh, he makes the mistakes that he makes, and teams are going to beat the Bills. Uh, after they take advantage of those mistakes, he's I just got to clean that up if he's going to be like a world class uh, quarterback. I haven't. I just have ingrained in my mind that play he made against the Texans in the playoff last year. He ran like 15 yards downfield and like and pitched it backwards. Pitch it. And, uh, Cam, any thoughts on the Bills Rams game? Any concern about them blowing that lead? Um, you know, I have the Rams in the playoffs this year, and I don't have the Bills. But I'm going to tell you, I was rooting for the Bills the whole way through. I think Josh Allen is – he's thriving off his defense right now, which is fine. And he's using Stephon Diggs to his advantage. I think Josh Allen, this is going to be his best year ever. And he's proving it so far. I think he's like third or fourth in the MVP race right now, which is insane because it's Josh Allen and, you know, he's the guy that – just chucked the ball backwards last year in the playoff game, and thankfully it ended up well. Um, I was I was rooting for the Bills. I was glad they they pulled it out, but um, they're gonna be a, they're gonna be a problem for a lot of teams this year. And I wouldn't be surprised if they won a playoff game if they make it, which I don't think they will. But, <laughs> yeah. So, All right. Broncos. All right. Oh, also, Cam, big win for your Dolphins this week. Just ten seconds on that. That's it. Right from the leading to the promised land. All right. Um, and just uh, to wrap it up here, um, yeah. college football's back, obviously. Uh, Gators won. Tucker, Texas won. And I said they were dead. Texas. Hook them. Uh, Hook them, baby. Big comeback. Sam Ellinger, maybe the best quarterback in the draft. Uh, all right. I, I have one more uh, winner for myself. Uh, the Red Sox uh, finished their season 23-37. and 37. And screwed I screwed up their draft pick. I, I said I, they screwed up their draft pick, and I and I said they were gonna be they were gonna win twenty games. So I was pretty close on that one. No, uh, they also loser. Yes, but I'm gonna give myself a winner because they were. He said they would win more than fifteen games. Right? He said he. I think oh, they the number was win, fifteen. 
They wouldn't win. Oh, okay, okay. I loser! I said loser. loser. So originally I said twenty, and then I dropped it down to fifteen. <laughs> but regardless, they're trash. They fu- they fired their head coach, the Renicky man. Jason Barrett. Jason Barrett. Not getting hired. I next guy. Up. My sources <laughs> tell me Alex Four is coming back. All right, that's episode forty. We got it to an hour. I was surprised. We were at forty-seven minutes after our first two segments. But you know, uh, week four coming up. We'll be back next week. Check us out on our socials. Thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you then. See you. See you. Trey, you want me to support you on Trey?